This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. 47 Taiwanese have been evacuated from Ukraine, but nine nationals remain stranded in the country, according to Taiwan's foreign ministry. Taiwan's representative office in Moscow has conducted two successful evacuations for Taiwanese nationals in Ukraine. Ten of the evacuated citizens boarded a plane from Poland to Taiwan on Tuesday with a layover in Turkey, but they weren't allowed on the Taiwan-bound flight as they were unable to provide a negative COVID test which Taiwan requires for entry. Taiwan's Foreign Minister Joseph Wu says the situation has now been resolved. Taiwan's politicians are also doing their part to help people in Ukraine. President Tsai Ing-wen says she will donate one month's salary to support relief operations in the country. That would mean a donation of more than 17,000 US dollars. Vice President William Lai and Premier Su Chang have also committed to do the same. For Ukrainians in Taiwan with families still in the country, the past week has been deeply concerning. But imagine being caught between a real war in Ukraine and a fake war in Taiwan. That was the recent reality for one Korean Ukrainian in Taipei. Initially worried about his family back in Ukraine, James Chater has this story. For Korean-Ukrainian Alexander Shin in Taipei, being 8,000 kilometers away from his family in southern Ukraine was difficult enough when Russia's invasion began. I have to recall the first day. It's, it's the, the most horrible day of my life, for sure. But on the war's second day, and after several calls to family ensuring their safety, he was suddenly surprised to receive a message asking if he was okay. His brother, still in Ukraine, had seen a message in a telegram group with two million subscribers, suggesting that China had simultaneously begun an invasion of Taiwan. At that moment, my thought was like, I have no idea. Like, what if it's really happening and I have no idea? So I start googling through news in English and there's no information on that and I felt relieved. But then I tried the same thing in Russian. I literally googled China attack Taiwan. What he found was troubling disinformation. Several Russian language articles from Ukraine-based media outlets appearing to confirm his brother's fear that China had also launched an attack on Taiwan. So this is the one that says China yeah, attacks. Yeah, it literally says uh, China attacked past tense Taiwan. Another headline reads, China also has a Donbass, implying Beijing's assertions that Taiwan is part of China echoes Russia's relationship to the Donbass region in eastern Ukraine. Russian President Vladimir Putin is justifying the invasion by claiming Moscow is liberating the region. The headline continued. Against the backdrop of a crisis in Ukraine, China is planning their special operation. Special operation are the exact words of Vladimir Putin when he announced the invasion of Ukraine. And in another article that speculates what would happen if Beijing followed Moscow's example, one paragraph reads, pro-Chinese unification sentiment in Taiwan is strong and growing, and that it's not a given the island would defend itself. 
However, that's a claim easily countered by statistics published by Taiwan's National Junzhou University, which surveys Taiwanese sentiments toward cross-strait relations. Over the past two decades, they clearly show a fall in the number of Taiwanese supporting unification with China. While people in Ukraine deal with disinformation about a Chinese attack on Taiwan, in Taiwan itself, in the media and on the streets, there is a growing debate over the validity of comparisons with Ukraine. But Taiwan's leaders have been quick to dispel parallels. In a statement condemning Russia's invasion, Taiwanese President Tsai Ing-wen said the government will strengthen defences against cognitive warfare and attempts to use the situation in Ukraine to undermine morale among the Taiwanese people. And she's warned about Chinese disinformation tactics elsewhere. In Ukraine, using disinformation to fracture unity has been a concern since the Russian invasion began, and social media giants are taking action. Facebook and Twitter this weekend removed two anti-Ukrainian covert influence Russian operations. And Telegram, the app where Alexander's brother first saw the fabricated story about Taiwan, has also threatened to shut channels. You know, someone sitting in Taiwan might say this might just be because the Ukrainian media don't have enough contextual knowledge about cross-strait relations. Do you think it's that simple? It's not because they don't understand Taiwanese realities. It's because they're trying to achieve something with this message. Because the words they use is literally attack and invade. Alexander was able to see through the disinformation, but he says for those in a conflict zone where anxieties are heightened, stories like these could sow discord as well as demoralize Ukrainian soldiers. When you read those news, you would give in to panic and it would feel like, oh, okay, well, there's this another war happening and this is clearly already leading to a world war. Taiwan Plus was unable to confirm whether the articles were part of a concerted disinformation campaign by Russia. But in their capacity to incite fear and anxiety, they're proof once again that modern warfare takes place as much online as it does on the battlefield. Chris Ma and James Chater for Taiwan Plus. President Tsai Ing-wen has met with an unofficial U.S. delegation in Taipei, headed by former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mike Mullen. Both Tsai and Mullen reaffirmed the strength of Taiwan-U.S. ties, especially amid challenges to global democracy, such as Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Tsai said that Taiwan condemns Russian aggression and has joined in sanctions against Russia and is sending aid to Ukrainians in need. She also said that now is a time when democracies must rally together. Mullen said that his delegation's visit comes amid a difficult and critical moment in world history. But he had words of praise for Taiwan's handling of the challenges it faces. Today, Madam President, this delegation is proud to be visiting one of the world's most vibrant democracies. Taiwan is tackling the leading challenges of our time, whether it be a global pandemic or corrosive disinformation and malign influence without sacrificing core democratic values. 
To discuss the significance of the delegation's visit to Taiwan, I spoke with J. Michael Cole, a senior non-resident fellow at the Washington-based Global Taiwan Institute. Uh, this is the latest in a long series of, of these, uh, these visits to Taiwan. Uh, certainly given the current context uh, with the crisis in, in Ukraine uh, and apprehensions that perhaps Beijing would seek to exploit the situation, uh, this is a kind of visit to Taiwan that, uh, that sends a signal of reassurance uh, that is noted by the people here, but also will be noted by, uh, by the government in, in Beijing. It's important to do that. Uh, that follows upon the transit in the Taiwan Strait by a U.S. Navy vessel uh, at the weekend as well. Uh, demonstrates that while the United States is uh, heavily involved uh, in the crisis over over U Russia's invasion of Ukraine, uh, it also is not distracted from its commitments in other parts of the world uh, and certainly here in uh, in East Asia. And how significant is the choice of delegates? This is a bipartisan delegation. Uh, you have uh, individuals who have served in, in uh, Bush Jr. administration, Obama administration. But I would say that it's quite significant that uh, one of the delegates is a former uh, chief of the Joint Staff uh, of the United States. Uh, again, uh, that brings gravitas to, to the delegation uh, and certainly, uh, again, sends a signal of American military support uh, to Taiwan. Uh, this is someone who certainly has very strong ideas on how uh, to bolster uh, Taiwan's defense, uh, but also knows very well the extent to which uh, U.S. military could uh, collaborate with Taiwan. And what do you think Taiwan wants out of these meetings? It's a, it's a fairly short visit, so I do not expect that you would have extremely uh, substantial uh, exchanges in terms of, of defense planning and all that. But they may be bringing uh, some messages from, uh, from Washington, D.C. But certainly Taiwan would want, uh, I expect, uh, further support, signals of support by, by the Americans. Uh, and just to work more closely with uh, with United States and other like-minded allies, uh, again, in augmenting uh, deterrence in the Taiwan Strait, uh, if only to uh, reduce the likelihood that we would see the unthinkable become the thinkable in the Taiwan Strait, just as what we has happened in uh, over Ukraine. Taiwan's defense ministry reported that six Chinese military planes flew into the country's southwestern air defense zone on Tuesday. The group included fighter jets, radar planes, and even an anti-submarine helicopter. This year has already seen more than 200 Chinese military incursions into the zone as tensions across the Taiwan Strait remain high. Taiwan's air defense zone is self-declared for tracking and identifying the movements of incoming aircraft. It is not the same as the country territorial airspace. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has fueled debate in Taiwan over whether the country is suitably prepared for a potential conflict with China. Politicians clashed on Tuesday over the combat readiness of Taiwan's military, with Premier Su Chang and opposition Kuomintang legislator Fu Kunqi enjoying a heated exchange on whether to extend conscription. Su said comparisons between Taiwan and Ukraine were inappropriate. 
Taiwan reports 49 COVID-19 cases, with two identified as local infections. With the pandemic largely under control in Taiwan, the government is moving forward with relaxing current COVID restrictions to support the economy. From March 7th, the quarantine time for people arriving from abroad will be cut from 14 days to 10. The country's borders are set to be reopened to business travelers in the coming week. Meanwhile, flight crew working short-haul flights will no longer be required to spend seven days at home following each flight. Under the self-health monitoring protocol, they will be allowed to take public transportation and visit public venues during that week. Animal protection workers in Taiwan say more and more pit bulls are being abandoned by their owners. The Council of Agriculture's ban on raising or breeding pit bulls went into effect on Tuesday, though existing owners can keep their pets as long as they register. Eric Gao takes a look at the situation. Dangerous animals? Already labeled as an aggressive breed last August, it is now illegal in Taiwan to have a pit bull. The ban follows a spate of attacks by the breed, including the death of a three-year-old boy in southern Pingdong County last December. Current owners can keep their animals, but the dogs have to be chipped and registered, and the owners must register as well. With the ban, many owners have abandoned their pit bulls or given them up to animal shelters. Shelters are working hard to find these pit bulls' new families, and some have already been rehomed. Pitbull owners who fail to follow these rules face fines of over 5,000 U.S. dollars. Anyone who illegally owns or breeds the dogs could be fined almost $9,000. According to the Council of Agriculture, there were 4,686 pitbulls registered in Taiwan as of January. Owners have until the end of next February to register, after which they could be penalized. Animal protection workers are urging pit bull owners to follow protocol and not abandon their pets to avoid causing further problems for the breed. Alex Chen and Eric Gao for Taiwan Plus. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ika Vat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.